Oh, yeah. I'm freaking hungry. Okay, you're going to have to edit that out. I just got yelled at by a grown woman, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the hot lap. Are you drinking a beer? Right. All right, well, I'm, this, that's the end of this conversation, and I'll talk intentional as it comes. The hot lap. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome back for another episode of The Hot Lap with uh, J.R. and Brandon. Also partnered up with Belly Up Sports, and uh, man, it's been a crazy week, NASCAR news, and um, I had a kind of an episode planned that kind of showcased our nominees for the 2001 NASCAR Hall of Fame, but um, over the weekend, some stuff broke, and it's kind of, uh, kind of overshadowed all of that, but um, before we get into that, I, I just want to say um, I want my thoughts and prayers go out for to everyone in the southeast that was affected by the storms um, over the the Easter holiday and into Monday. Um, at least thirty lives have been lost, and and people trying to trying to combat coronavirus, and now they're having to deal with this. So thoughts and prayers go out to them. But um, but we'll go ahead and get started, man. How uh, how's your week been so far? I've had a better week for sure. You know, yesterday dog got ran over and had to you know, be there for the wife for that. It was her dog. She's had him for twelve or had her for twelve years and that was tough on her for sure and uh, not a cool way for a dog to go to be hit by a car and just, you know, left there to to pass away all alone. But that was tough explaining, you know, what happened to the dog to the kids was kinda of rough and uh I'd like to touch on the note as well about the storms. A lot of people were affected by that, and I hope everything is going well for those folks that that did have damage to the house and lost some loved ones. Yeah, so bad situation, man. I hate that happened too. Uh, you know, I'm a my dog has been show, has been on the show before barking in the background. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't, man. I I know it it hurt me when I told you about that. My wife cried. She's never met y'all's dog, so. Yeah, it was, but, it's, it's a rough situation. Yeah. Well, I know it's uh, the explanation to the kids is what I think I'd, I'd had the hardest time doing. I'm not a father yet, so I don't know. But Yeah, they're, I mean, they're still young and kind of don't know what's going on. But it's the first time I had to have the uh, Jesus talk with the young ones. So. Right. Uh-uh. Well, man, yeah, so we've had – still got – continuation of the coronavirus storms in the southeast you know not to to kind of copy what everybody's saying but man 2020 has sucked damn sure has i don't want to like wish your life away or nothing but i'm ready for this year to be over i know we got no sports on television and uh on top of all that we got some uh you know one of the top drivers in nascar has been fired from this team under terrible circumstances um, and I guess that's the giant elephant in the room right now. And I guess we'll go ahead and go ahead and jump onto that topic and address it. But, um, if you've uh, lived under a rock for the last, uh, four or five days, then you, you don't know about this, but I'll go ahead and give a quick rundown during, uh, Sunday's, uh, an iRacing, uh, event, Kyle Larson used a racial slur and I'm sure you know what word he, he used. Um, I'm not going to, not going to play the the clip or anything like that. You can find it on the internet very easy, but, um, he used the word. And since then there has been a lot of backlash, uh, NASCAR initially suspended him indefinitely. And 
you know, a lot of sponsors started pulling out and then eventually it came out that he was fired uh, from Chip Ganassi. So there's a lot of uh, domino effects, not only uh, with the sport, but with that race team and with esports in general moving forward. Um, but yeah, man, want, just wanted to get your thoughts on the whole whole deal and um, see where you stand. Yeah, I mean, everything that has happened to him since then, it's something that he's put on himself. I'm not making any excuses for that. He he deserves um, everything that has happened. I, I don't like to see a man's career get ended over something like that, but um, that's something you just can't do. Um, it's a terrible word. I don't think it needs to be used by any race in this on this planet. I don't care if you're using it as, you know, hey, buddy, what's up? Hey, this or that. I just think it just needs to be a race, period. Um, all it does is cause bad. It, it, it confuses some people. Uh, you know, they don't know if they can use it with the A at the end or the hard R at the end. It just, it just needs to be a word that is erased from everybody's vocabulary. But right. um, I do think, you know, listening back, he did use that word very loosely and uh if if it's not a word that you say on a regular basis you don't have to uh kind of talk and be in fear of what you're about to say i guess and i mean it's not in my vocabulary so i mean i can sit here and talk all day and not have to worry about saying a word like that so but i do hope he gets a second chance um Everybody fucks up. Some mistakes are bigger than others, and he's uh, he's probably a a, wreck, a torn up wreck right now. Um, but I do hope he can bounce back and somehow find his way back into the Cup Series. Yeah, and that that was going to be my next question for you. Do you think this is uh, um, obviously this isn't a uh, a racing career ending situation, but it could be a, a NASCAR ending situation and what do you think about that i mean do you think his career in the cup series is over i don't i don't think it's over i think uh i think i don't even think the team wanted to fire him but once the you know sponsors pulls out that's kind of uh they're back into a corner yeah it kind of forces your hand as a a team owner because they lost millions and millions of dollars of sponsorship but I think yeah. once this all dies down and uh, maybe beginning of next year, if uh, he can complete his his training that NASCAR is asking, uh, maybe a team will give him a chance. We'll see. I can definitely see him being done with NASCAR. Uh, I hope that's not the case, but, I mean, only time's going to tell. Right. Yeah, I, I, I'm in agreement with you. I don't think this is a, uh, a NASCAR ending Ending incident, I think this is going to set him back tremendously. Um, I don't believe that NASCAR is what's going to hold him back from being in a cup car this year. I think that uh, public perception, um, sponsorship, I mean, is a sponsorship willing to um, attach their name to a driver who has has said – racial things like that and then a team because because let's just face it nowadays the way nascar set up it's it's all about the money it's um you know you can't function without it so um yeah i I can see 2021 him coming back um 
my thoughts on it, man. I mean, you kind of hit it right on, right, right on the head. I mean, you, um, you, he did say it very easily. Um, I think that, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff about his apology. I think the apology was very sincere. I mean, personally, um, and I loved that he did it with a video instead of using, you know, a long message on Twitter or something like that. Um, it seemed a lot more personal and um, I'm glad he did it like that. But still, you posted something on uh, a poll on Twitter uh, mm-hmm. earlier this week and about punishment. And this was before any punishment even came. This was, I think, Monday morning, if I, uh, I believe so. So this was before NASCAR got involved. This is before everything. And I was going to kind of save my thoughts until the podcast. Um, But then uh, Chair Gaten, Rattlesnake, uh, answered the the post. And and he said exactly what I I was going to say is his punishment is not going to be that big from NASCAR. He's going to have a punishment from NASCAR. It's but his punishment is going to be public perception now. And, um, and yeah, yeah he's going to have to live this for the rest of his life. People are, uh, you know, if people are pissed off that, you know, they can't get his head on a, a stick and, you know, end oh, yeah. his whole life right now. And, and there's, there's no middle line when you try to talk to people about this situation on Twitter, because it's, if you don't agree with him being fired, losing everything, getting kicked out of NASCAR or a lifetime ban, then you, you, they, they're saying you support what he did. And I don't support what he did at all. One hundred percent. I said, and in one sentence, I say he deserves to be stripped from everything. And in the same sentence, I say he deserves a second chance. And then people's response are, "Oh, so you're the one that supports the N word?" I'm like, obviously, you're only reading half my fucking sentence if this is what your response is. So it's just it's and the people that respond to you know his uh, video, his apology are the people that need to go to fucking seek help. Some yeah. of the shit that I have read has been way fucking worse than him slipping up making a mistake. And it's on both sides. It's it's on both sides of the argument. There it it's it's terrible. It it has brought out the worst and not only um the NASCAR fan, but the uh, the people that don't like NASCAR. So it's it's a bad situation for the sport. It's it's definitely put it put us back. I mean, um Yeah, one hundred percent. But hopefully Hopefully, as a as a human being, when, moving forward, I think this is this is going. He's going to come out of this better um, than he went into it. Because obviously, uh, you know, saying those words, he had some some issues. And, and and let's be real, this is not Kyle Larson's first slip of a tongue. He said some stuff a couple years ago about Hendrick Motorsports that kind of got him in trouble. Yeah. Nothing he has said has been on this scale, but. He has he has kind of a reputation for saying you know things like this you know obviously with this he didn't know he was being recorded but but I mean he kind of he kind of has that reputation right now and um and now he's got a real bad reputation so um you know I wish him the best uh, what we're saying I don't want y'all to um to think that we're being easy on him. Because we've had some heated conversations amongst just me and him this week that that were very hard on on Kyle, and you know that here on the show that's just not what we're, what we're trying to do. We're just trying to to relay our thoughts about it, and we wish him the best. But 
but he's he's what he's getting is kind of what he deserves. And yeah, um, yeah it, it's the only person he can blame is the person he sees every time he looks in the mirror, and that's and I hate it for his family more than I hate it for him right now because. That's who's ultimately going to sacrifice a lot if if he doesn't get back in the Cup Series, and I mean their whole life's going to change. Yep, for sure. But um, you know, there's been a lot of stuff come out since then. A lot of people make statements. Um, about three hours ago, uh, Bubba Wallace actually made a statement that I read. Um, he did great. That, that was a great statement. Oh my gosh, yeah. About the second paragraph about brought me to tears. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you, but it um. But yeah, it's I mean it's it's saying kind of what 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 my thoughts are, and I'm glad that um and, and what what line I really I really like is um that he wishes that nothing but the best for his family, and there he's willing to work with him to address you know diversity and inclusion in the sport. So um and what, what people don't a lot of people don't realize is is Kyle Larson's a minor, a minority in the sport too. He's a right. half Japanese driver. He he graduated from the diversity program, and that's I think that's another thing that's 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 really heartbreaking. Is he's coming? He's coming from a situation where uh, you know he's there. He's breaking into a sport that's mostly uh, dominated by by white males, and he's a half Japanese citizen that is is in the sport. So it's it's disappointing. So hopefully, uh, him and Bubba can can together change the narrative of NASCAR. Kyle Larson can learn from this and 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 we can move forward. Um Yeah, but, I've seen several tweets it's just what do you expect? It's it's NASCAR. So I mean that stereotype is definitely which is very unfair. That came is, back up again. Yep. That's an unfair statement because uh I think NASCAR's done a good job of uh getting away from that. This is not NASCAR. This is Kyle Larson. This yep. is this is not first of all Kyle Larson is not from the Southeast. He's from California. And, and he's, you, you know what I mean? This, it's not, this is not how NASCAR thinks and perceives the rest of the world. This is how one individual did. And really his statement wasn't, um, it was a bad choice of words, but it, it wasn't used maliciously. It was used. I'm not, I'm not defending the way it was used. It, it was used in the wrong way, but, but you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So I don't believe that that he's racist or anything like that. He's just very poor judgment. It was, it, in lack of a better word, he, he he's an idiot. So I mean, and to be honest, he may be he may have some racism in him, but that doesn't make him a fucking horrible person. He needs help. He needs to yeah. like if you have any type of racism in you, then seek help because I mean we're in twenty twenty and that shit should not be around anymore. So. I hope he seeks help and he completes the course that NASCAR gives him and uh, becomes a better person from all this. Yep. Hopefully we'll see him back on track. He's too talented to to waste it. But um, but yeah, this has been uh, two week two weeks in a row that uh, some backlash has kind of came out um, from my racing man. What do you think? I mean, I think there might be some changes moving forward. I mean, I think. It's, well, uh, I mean, this this upcoming Richmond race, everybody's still signed up. And, uh, I mean, I know today they announced uh, Dale Jr.'s not invited to this week's race. Um, yeah. A lot of big names aren't invited, so that kind of sucks. I was, I was looking forward to seeing – I mean, I tweeted earlier in the week, we're in, a, in the middle of a pandemic right now, so why are you trying to worry so much about if there's a caution every six laps rather than 
putting the big names on the track so the people at home that are quarantined can enjoy something. Right. Yeah. The thing about uh, Dale Jr. is I think he's one of the better racing yeah. Um But it's going to be weird. I, I think that they might lose some viewers because he's not in the race. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, and also, congratulations to him and Amy for having uh, – they announced today they're having uh, a girl. Uh, and the, and that and that's pretty cool. And I don't want to sound like a jackass, but I was I texted you earlier and I was like, I really wish it was a boy just to keep that that Earnhardt name. Uh, I know I was selfishly kind of wanting it to be a boy too, but yeah. who knows? One of the girls might be a, a famous race car driver one day. Could be. I just want to see another Earnhardt in in, uh, in the sport. I know that's what you want too, but that's right. But yeah, we'll see how this changes the landscape of things. I you, you think it's going to change some of the the streaming? aspect of it as far as uh the individual streaming do you think it's going to change that some uh i think that goes back to my point where um if that word is not in your vocabulary you can stream and not have any words at all but i do think teams have probably talked to all their drivers well this is this is kyle larson um this is kyle larson's instant aside I mean, because, you know, Bubba had his deal last week. He lost sponsorship last week, didn't lose his ride. What he did was not nowhere as serious as this, but no. still he lost a, a real spo- a real life sponsor um, sponsor to it. So that, that, that's really what I was just wondering. Like, I got you. But I, I don't – I can see what you're saying, but I don't think uh, it's going to slow down too much. I just think uh, they're going to be very, very cautious on – the type of shit they're they're saying now or how they're acting on stream yeah so we'll see where that goes um this week i'll be tuning into the race i'm sure you will and uh uh either way it'll probably be a good one cheering for timmy hill that's my my favorite i racing driver right now <laughs> the underdog I, I don't know who i'm gonna be cheering for now <laughs> well what i really wanted to get into today and i guess we'll go ahead and do that is uh the hall of fame so our Hall of Fame nominees were announced. Uh, announced actually, it was last week, but it, it came out after we had already recorded our podcast. So we're going to cover it this week, and um, for fun, we're going to make some picks. We're going to we're going to pick our two drivers for the modern era ballot, and then our uh, our two drivers for the um, the other ballot as well. Um, but right quick, I'm going to go ahead and just uh, read off some of the names here for. Uh, for the modern air, let's see. And I'm sorry, my computer is doing crazy things right now. What's new? I know. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and give you the drivers for the modern era ballot. Um, and these are our nominees, which is uh, Neil Bonnet, Jeff Burton, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Carl Edwards, Harry Gant, Larry Phillips, Ricky Rudd, and uh, Kurt Schilmerding, and uh, Mike Stefanik. Those are our our drivers for the modern era ballot ballot. And then the pioneer ballot, which remember there's one pioneer, uh, one gentleman from the pioneer ballot going in and then two for the modern era ballot. Our pioneer ballot is, uh, Jake Elder, Red Farmer, Banjo Matthews, Herschel McGriff, and, uh, Ralph Moody. So, um, but I'm yeah, let's start this one. Yeah, all right. So, I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, with my one pioneer ballot, and I really, in my pick, and, and we don't know what uh, what they're going to 
what they're going to end up doing. But in my pick, I really went between either uh, Jake Elder and Red Farmer. Um, uh, both of them. Everybody, to clarify, everybody on this list are were instrumental to get NASCAR off their feet and are very, very important to the sport. Um, and all of them, all of their accomplishments are great. Um, but in this situation, I just feel like, uh, I feel like Jake Elder is going to get the nod this year. Suitcase Jake. Um, he's got three NASCAR champion. He's got three NASCAR championships as a crew chief. And if, if you listen to, um, to a lot of people talk about, you know, especially older drivers talk about, um, people that were important for the careers. A, A lot of times his name comes up. They say he was very smart. He was innovative and uh, really moved NASCAR along. And uh, he got the name Suitcase Jake because he didn't stay in one place too long. He was always jumping around. He won a championship with Dale Earnhardt uh, in his second – in uh, Dale Earnhardt's uh, sophomore year. So um, that's kind of where I first learned about uh, who Suitcase Jake was because I was a huge Dale Earnhardt fan. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, for my pioneer ballot, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Jake Elder. And then uh, moving over to the modern era ballot, this is where, man, this gets. It's a tough. It's a tough. It's so so hard this year. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way because I know uh, I know this is the name that people want to want to hear. But I think Dylan Hart Jr. gets in this year. I do, too. So the reason um, and the big. The name that he's compared to a lot in this class is Carl Edwards. I mean, that's the that's the two big names on this uh, nomination, right? So, and I'll read you some some of both their stats. Carl Edwards, twenty eight Cup wins. You know, he was the champion in two thousand seven for the Xfinity Series. Um, but you know, since since his retirement, we haven't really heard much from Carl. So, um, his accomplishments after Outside of the sport are very, very minimum. You, you really haven't heard from him. But Dale Jr., just to put this into perspective, 15-time most popular driver award, two-time Xfinity Series champion, 24 Xfinity wins, 26 Cup Series wins, and a two-time Daytona 500 champion. So as far as Cup numbers, they're very simu- similar. Um, I think Carl Edwards has got the nod when it comes to crown jewels. My one knock on Edwards' Xfinity championship is it happened after he was a full-time driver in the Cup Series. So that's my one knock against that championship where Dale Jr.'s were, he won his two before moving up to the, the Cup Series. Um, But my main reason for giving him the nod over Edwards is just he and he continues to be the ambassador for for the sport of NASCAR and does a great job. He is likable. His podcast is 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 awesome. I listen to it every week. You know, it, he's great with fans, great with other other people in the sport, and and I think I just think that he's more important uh, for the sport than than hit much more important outside of the car than he ever was in the car, and he was important in the car as well. So I know I took a long time with my first pick, but my first one is Dylan Hart Jr. Now. That was an easy pick for me personally. The second one's really, really hard for me because, and I went, I really, it's, it's got to be between Carl Edwards and 
I would say uh, Jeff Burton or see, Harry Gant. And see, I I didn't go there because Neil Bond's on there too. <laughs> the second here, one is here, hard. Here's right. my thing. Here's my thing. You look at Jeff Burton. He won twenty one. Twenty had twenty one wins. Harry Gant had eighteen wins. Uh, Neil Bonnet had eighteen wins. Um, go down and look at Mike Stefanik. He has he has won nine NASCAR championships altogether. Now they were in the modified series, hmm. but that is a that is a top touring NASCAR series, and he was he's got that many championships that's impressive no it is for sure i mean it's hard to win on iris and anywhere you win in a race car is needs to be and then you go to kirk shilmerding who i think is one of the most underrated crew chiefs in nascar has got four nascar cup series championships with dale earnhardt so i wanted to put mike stefanik in so bad but i think for my second pick is uh kirk shilmerding and I will point this out. Ricky Rudd's uh, got 23 wins, so he's got more wins than Harry Gant, uh, Jeff Burton, and Neil Bonnet. But, but yep, for this, uh, for this season, I'm going for the modern era. I'm going Dylan Hart Jr. and uh, Kurt Schilberdine. Jesus Christ. I know. I talked a lot there, and I'm well, sorry. You pointed all the stats out. I have nothing to say. I'm going to agree with you on the uh... – Pioneer, you said all the reasons I was going to say, so let's just skip that. I got Dale, you. Dale Earnhardt Jr., like you said, man, there's so much more to the Hall of Fame, in my opinion, uh, other than being behind a wheel. Right. He, uh, he has supported NASCAR to 200% since he's got out of, out of out of a car. Like you said, his podcast, he's active on Twitter daily, just – and he, and he tells you how it is. If he doesn't like something, he'll say that. Yep. He's he's such a humble superstar. He's probably the most humble superstar in any sports that I've ever seen. Yeah, and you can tell just listening to him on his podcast how he still gets nervous uh, broadcasting in a race. And I'm like, you're you're fucking Dale Earnhardt Jr. I know, uh, you know, and, <laughs> and, and it's so cool to hear that type of stuff. And yeah, and uh, if if he doesn't get in. Um, on his first time, he's definitely going to get in because he deserves it. You know, 15 times, like you said, most popular driver, two Daytona 500 wins and two expanded championships. I know he didn't get um a Cup Series championship, but he doesn't have to, in my opinion. No, and I agree with you completely. But I'm really interested to see what your second modern <laughs> pick is. Because it's hard. I mean, it, it this, is. This is a good group of, uh, of guys. And and uh, not to cut you off, but and I'm sure you're going to agree with this too. Is we're getting down, we're at this weird, weird time period right here, where the guys, the NASCAR Hall of Fame has been around just long enough where the guys that need to be in, they're in. That absolutely need to be in. They, they're in the Hall of Fame. But this generation of drivers, very few have retired. That you say, okay, they are definite first round, first ballot Hall, Hall of Famers. They should be in. That that group is coming. They're going to retire, and they're they're coming soon. But we got a couple years here where we're going to be drivers. You know, we're going to be saying, you know, Jeff Burton, who, who I think eventually will be in the Hall of Fame eventually. Yeah. I, okay. Well, <laughs> I get I get what you're saying, and I don't know how many years you can ha- you can be on a ballot, but 
I think being a first ballot Hall of Famer means a lot. Oh, yeah, um, of course. So I want to choose some of these other guys, but I think Carl Edwards deserves to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, I know Harry Gantt's been on it for three years now. Ricky Rudd's been on it, I think, for five. And uh, Stefanik's been on it for seven. So yeah, they've been on it for a while, but I think Carl Edwards has done enough to deserve being a first-time yeah. First ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, 72 series wins, 28 Cup Series wins, and 2007 Xfinity Series Championship. And and he he was just – go ahead. No, I mean, I was just going to say, I agree. His career is is very impressive. Um, Where he gets the knock for me, though, is, you know, I wish it would have been – I wish he would have continued it. Yeah, but, I mean, that's that's what makes some people unique. I mean – he done enough in his life where he he thought he could get a, get out and spend time with his family, and I'm not going to knock him for, no, for something like that. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. I'm just saying I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And, and you might be right, but uh, I think he's more accomplished than any of the other guys on this ballot. No, I, no, I agree, 100. percent He is. He is. So I mean, I'm not going to choose one of those other guys because they've been on the ballot longer. I just think he's but, done enough. He was a likable guy. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Well, I, I'd say he is more accomplished. Uh, and and I guess you kind of got to look at error too here. So even though the pioneer, this is the modern era is de- is technically, you know, you know, the same era. These guys were. They, they, this was a different time. Each one of these guys. So that's why I just I just think that. Uh, that uh, Kurt Shelberdine's four championships, I think, are as a crew chief, is more impressive personally. But yeah, th- these guys, you know, they—it's the modern era, but they all—they all competed at different times. And Stefanik, you know, he wasn't—he didn't even drive in the Cup Series. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I mean, either way, it's going to be—it's going to be awesome. Either way, you—I love. I love the history of the sport. It um, it captivates me. So when we start talking about the Hall of Fame, and I I get to see a lot of the pioneer guys, you know, I I, I personally had to research some of their stats because I wasn't around for their careers, and some of you know the modern guys, I wasn't around for for the majority of their careers, like uh, Stefanik, you mm-hmm. know, and and Shilberdine. You know, I never got to see. I wasn't even alive his last championship. I think their last one was like it's like ninety one or something like that. But you know, it's I wasn't alive for that. But but Burton Edwards Jr. Um, those guys, you know, I, you know, I, I was around for the to see them. So so it's cool, kind of researching some of those guys and seeing what they've uh, you know accomplished in the sport. Oh yeah, I agree. But yeah, that uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, I think this is a good good class, but um. This kind of switching gears, man. Um, there are quite a few drivers that are going to be Hall of Famers that are racing now. Do you, who do you think are some of them? Uh, Jimmy Johnson. Obvious. Yeah, that's an obvious one. Uh, Kyle Busch will be a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Yeah. <sighs> who else is in? Man, obviously. There's some guys that we don't know how their career is going to play out out yet, but but there's some guys on the brink. They're going to retire soon. I'd say Harvick is brink. 
Truex, maybe. Yeah, I think both of them are Hall of Famers. I think Hamlin is is in there. Just I mean, when you win three Daytona 500s, it's hard to keep you out. Yeah, he's going to have. He's already got. Uh, you know what? 30, 31 to win somewhere in there. Yeah, maybe more than that, but he's going to have north of thirty wins. Um, I feel like Kurt Busch is going to be Kurt Busch is going to be a Hall of Famer too. He's got a championship. He's. I don't. I don't think he'll be in there. Really? You think? That- oh, okay. Okay. Hold on. Time out. Do you think everybody that wins a championship is should be in the Hall of Fame? I don't think everybody should, but but Kurt Busch is a Hall. I, of, if you put Carl Edwards in the Hall of Fame, Kurt Busch is a Hall. Okay, I mean, I mean, you might be right. I just, no, I got what you're saying. I mean, yeah, it was a long time ago. Uh, he's battled from a lot of adversity in his career. Uh, his career would have been so different if he hadn't of. And I'm not saying I'm not basing he him being a Hall of Famer off of uh, coulda woulda shoulda. I'm just saying he's 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 had an impressive career. He's a Hall of Famer in my opinion. I mean, I think when Chase Elliott's career is over, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I think it's too early to say. I, I mean, you never know. Yeah, he probably. No, I'm not. Obviously, if he retires yeah. now, hell no. But I he think probably will be. He'll probably. He's going to have a long career, and he's going to. He'll probably be it. twenty times. He'll probably be the most. He'll probably have the most. Uh, most popular driver awards just because he started so young. Yeah, I can see him winning, you know, 25 to 35 Cup Series races with two championships. Mm-hmm. I can see it. But we'll have to see. That's what I'm saying. A lot of guys we, we don't know yet, but but there's a good amount. I, I feel like there's a good uh, – this has been a good error for drivers. So that's all I was I was getting at. Oh, Brad Keselowski, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and probably fuckstick. Joey. Joey's probably going to be a Hall of Famer, too. Yeah, unfortunately, he probably is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, we got it's a good, good group of drivers that are that are getting to the end of the career. But but you think about I think Brad K, Joey, Kyle, those guys they they got a lot more in the tank, so um, they can only compile keep compiling stats. But um, but yeah, man, that's pretty much all we got for this week. We um we we tried to set up a guest this week, didn't work out, didn't fall through, but I had fun, you know. Um, talking about the hall of fame stuff uh unfortunately uh didn't didn't want to have to talk about the uh the situation with kyle larson but um but that's something something you got to cover uh it happened we'll have to move on um but yeah man any final thoughts no man i really enjoyed this one uh i hope uh y'all enjoy it as well and we will see you next week i'm gonna go drink a beer kick back and get ready for this weekend all right man sounds great y'all stay safe